For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. And we welcome you inside the Hoop Ball Sacramento Kings podcast. Sam Comanti here with you alongside, as always, the incomparable, the all-knowing Jill Adge. And Jill, the Sacramento Kings yet again have won, this time in a game that actually counts. They're 1-0. and And, because we'll talk about this, I'm sure, in a minute, the refs and they're fu- under and they're in the top 20 for defense. Woo! Top 20 for defense. <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't even going to say that. I was going to be more, uh, <laughs> more mean. Uh, the refs fucking suck, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. The Kings are one to know. They played a good defense for at least a half and they beat a good team on the road. Yeah. Okay. And so this is, this is like that game was the like epitome of this Kings team. And I would even say like, last year, right? Like where you would see the flashes and then it would fall apart. You'd see the really good win streak and then you'd see the really bad. So the first half, they had a defensive rating of 100 against Dame and CJ against the Blazers. The a whole first half of basketball, they played at an 100 defensive rating and were up by 15, right? Look what happens when you play defense, right? You're up 15. Second half of the game, they had a worse defensive rating than their worst defensive rating last year. Like, so again, and what almost happened, right? They almost, they didn't lose, but this is the thing, right? Like is, I hope that it shows them like, look what happens when you do it, right? Like Mm -hmm. you literally saw the tail of, of two halves and it's game one, right? There's, you're still working the rotations. You're, um, and kudos to, you know, I know people want to clown Mo's offensive game, but defensively is why he's in the rotation. And the starting lineup of Fox, Halliburton, Barnes, Mo, and Holmes uh, had the, uh, I don't, I'm not sure about minutes wise, but based on a lineup having the most possessions go against them, they did at 24 and their defensive rating was 78. I'd say that often for like, the Sacramento Kings. I mean, it's, or was it 70.8? It was what, okay. Like, Either but it was in the 70s, right? Like right. it was in the seventies. So again, like for people wondering why is he in there? Like, that's why. And so, and, and we, you know, we'll talk about some guys having down games and stuff yeah. like that. It's, it's going to happen, but every single starter and for a plus negative was a plus regardless of what it looked like that they didn't play well, they did enough in specific areas that they helped the team win. Right. And so at the end of the day, that's what I want to see. These guys are going to continue to grow. Um, but kudos where kudos, you know, credit where credit is due. They've, they've only won. I think it's like 14 games ever in Portland out of really? all the times they've played there. So I didn't know that. I mean, it's seems you know, that seems logical. Yeah. Opening seems accurate. Like, well, at any it's a tough Kings place to win, go and win it, too, right? in, in the Moda Center. Yeah. And I'm, I don't think we're going to see a Kings win. Right. They're never going to be perfect. Like that's 
this team is just not the not we that. Accept that so, the better. so as long as they do more good things right and continue to learn and get the win i will yeah. take that every day of the week i wonder how many kings fans there are out there that actually were hoping for like this perfect flawless end-to-end kings win like you're fooling come on you can't be that naive i understand that i had... think people just want to see it once yeah yeah i mean, I mean that's fair but that's like trying to see a unicorn or bigfoot like, um Good luck. You know, or at least maybe, you know, we saw half. Now maybe let's get three quarters and then work to four quarters. But um, but again, you know what I mean? In in years previous, this basketball is a game of runs. Like if if anyone was watching any of the other games yesterday, who's hot? Pacer Pacers had a over 20, over 20 point lead on Charlotte and ended up losing to Charlotte. Like no win is an easy win in the NBA, and every team makes runs. It's who a lot of times it's who makes the last run or can you withstand the run and then go on your own run right like it's it's the roller coaster give and take and this team last night they were in control the whole time even though portland went on its own runs the kings were able to do enough to withstand those runs and they didn't completely fall apart so um you know i mean and that's with even like some horrific officiating like i yeah i hate to like i'm i don't like putting a lot of blame on that kind of stuff because the kings did plenty of things on their own but there were blatant like just how on earth could you like could you not call if if you're gonna call the kings breathing on portland foul like how do you yeah. not call someone jumping on top of the back of someone and completely sorry davion that must have hurt it's a big, or, that's a or big going dude. like when you're trying to strip Fox, hitting him in his elbow, which is not even close to the ball as you're looking at it and not calling. So, I mean, again, it's just. Yeah, no, it, it's a weird thing because, you know, early on in the Aaron's career, excuse me, the reason why we would say that he wouldn't get those calls is, you know, he hadn't earned them yet. He hadn't earned those calls yet. He's got to earn that. Now I, I don't know what the excuse is because I do think well, it's Aaron's earned it. I think He's the thing is earning it that. and wins. Right. It's, yeah, it's he, that's fair. and I think that's the thing is you see, one. you see teams like with the stars that are winning, sure. get the calls, like as messed up as that is. No, that's how the um, NBA works. But I mean, and, um, I did love, I don't know if you heard it, but Fox is in his post game. He actually said that they practice purposely not calling fouls because yeah, they know, that. um, not gonna they know it's not going to happen in a game. So, Hey, like, I like that. Yeah, You're, you know, keep going. It, it forces you to keep to keep going through it. So, well, um, yeah, Walton stuck with his nine man rotation, nine strong. He did not go past that. It was Davis, Len, or excuse me, Davis, Thompson, Heald, and um, why am I forgetting the fourth person? Thompson. Did I say Thompson? Thompson, yeah. Thompson, but, Davis, yeah. Heald, and Mitchell. Excuse me, I was forgetting about taking right. Mitchell. Uh, the reason I point that out, though, nine-man rotation, that's all that played, is no, we did not see any Alex Len, which my brother texted me. And I was going to say, I think that like, was the only, out of anything, that was the only thing I would have changed because Thompson sure. um, was not if doing, looking at the numbers. He was yeah. getting killed. But granted, he was getting killed by guys like, right, which we Better said, Len's if you're going to go small, correct. You have a guy on your team now for that reason. So again, I get you wanting to do the eight, nine man rotation, but you literally have a guy that you went and picked up for these exact yeah. like lineups. I understand playing Thompson 
when you're not going at guys against like Nurkic, right? Like, I mean, realistically. No, um, so again, yeah, the I will the the worst defensive ones were um when they went small with Thompson. And again, not surprising. We all said that would probably happen. Um, so yeah, but my yeah, I just my brother said they gotta keep her in it. Why is why is Len not coming in? And I'm like, that's I agree. You know, I'm a little surprised that Len hasn't gotten some run yeah. facing up against Nurkic, Nurkic, which would have been a good matchup. That would have been entertaining to watch. And then, of course, amidst all the drama that happened on Tuesday, yes, Marvin Bagley. I don't know why in the back of my mind, I'm like, maybe they'll play him for a little bit. No, Marvin Bagley is definitively not in the rotation. Uh, I don't think he even sniffed getting on the court at any point. So, And from what Ham said yesterday on D'Lo and KC show that he, this wasn't, this wasn't a surprise. Yeah. No, that, um, that go like that. This wasn't a, yeah, a shocking, um, it was, it was for the flair of the agent like that's Yeah. Which is just, it's, it's not even, I mean, yeah, we're not, I think we've all talked it out at this point, but just a weird um, move. But even then, I don't know if he could have handled that. Like, yes, he's taller, but. Body oh, no. wise, like yeah, I, don't, I mean, you would have been dominating. That's what, right? And that's why you went and got Lent. So again, that would be the only change I would I would ask to see at that point would be, sure. um, if you see you're getting killed in your body, like and bodies down there, because as soon as Holmes got put back in, it tides completely changed. So, mm. um, I mean, and maybe he's just doing what he did even like during the whole slump of Deadman that year, right? Like he went with it. And then after so many games, it was okay. Like then he made the move to, to homes, yeah. but I'd still, if you're talking about stacking days, like Rico's thing is stacking days, every game you're going one Oh, one Oh, one Oh, one Oh, like that's, that's their mindset this year. Then to me, I really don't care if you like th- Put yeah. like, put in put in who who you're matching up against at this point. Yeah, play the play they're, the matchups. I think they're yeah. Um, so no it, it'll game one. Well, it'll be interesting to see how they uh, how it continues. Right? Nobody's surprised that Woodard right. and Ramsey and Matu didn't play. Like those guys, we understood. They those should guys not. Yeah. No. Uh, although I am a big fan. I, I, I like Chemezi and I like Ramsey's scoring ability. But yeah, that's obviously not the game you're going to bring those guys into. So, no, no, no. Well, and he clearly said like two days ago, he said, I have an eight to nine man rotation. Like that's what I'm starting the season with. So yeah. we like don't, ex- unless they're getting killed, I wouldn't no. expect to see anybody. Um, yeah. It would go to 10. If you throw that in into the equation, that. that's pretty much right. the only wrinkle to that. Now let's move to speaking of some of these guys, players that impressed us yesterday, uh, Jill, I, I, this one's kind of interesting. This question's not really even, that crazy of a question, but the players that impress me are just simply Fox and Barnes, which I expect those guys to do well. Right. Yeah. I would add Mitchell to that just because we got to see Mitchell on CJ okay. and Dame and it was ad as advertised, right? Like our biggest thing was how can he, what, how will he do against length and how will he do against these stars yeah, of the league NBA players, and yeah. and how many times on defense did he stop them and and they're looking at the ref like oh you're not going to call it like even after i missed it like you're not going to call it um that. but you could see that he was forcing them in 
um, some uncomfortable positions and shots. And so, yes, they still got their numbers. Cause, and that's the end, right? The end of the day, these guys are going to put up their numbers, but if you can keep them from going nuclear, which they, they usually do against us, right? Like Lillard um, for sure seems to go nuclear. and McCollum at 34. It, yeah. That's like so, relatively nuclear. Um, but you usually get both of them going nuclear, right. right? Like, or, but that's the thing. If you can hold one to them, um, but even then, like with the, the minutes played, he, you know, d- did what he was supposed to do. I actually think more points were scored against Halliburton than, than Mitchell out there. And that's something to talk about, which, you know, um, Halliburton's Go going to watch the film, right? This is, he's still in games played technically year one. Um, kid's not going to be perfect. Yeah. And this is where I feel bad is we already expect the world from this kid and he is still very clearly growing. Like, and it's, it's year two people have film on him. So they're going to try and exploit what they have seen. Right. And so it's going to be a chess game. And, you know, I, I hope that uh, he just continues to grow and people allow him to continue to grow without piling on the kid. Um, We got the win. Like let's, we're in year two, right? Like Fox had lots to grow still in his year two, as as does everybody else. So I just say that I know we expect so much from him already, but let the kid also be like realize there's a, a term called the sophomore slump well, for a real game. reason. Don't even bring right? up the sophomore like, slump yet. It's but no, but I'm game. saying like we've all been wondering like right. will it happen? Like, but I. Yes, it's one game, but you can say that was a sophomore slump game. Like, I'm not sure. saying he's going to have a whole season worth, but that's the kind of game you do that. But again, at the end of the day, he ended on a, a plus minus, right? Like he ended in a plus. He did enough. He was plus eight. In other areas where he still he still did enough to to help you, you know, he's, win the game. Yeah. So. And all that matters at the end of the day. Is that's all I care times. about, right? Yeah, like that's all we care about. <laughs> Just get the win. Uh, Tyrese at the end of the day, people forget this too, because he's so wise beyond his years. We feel like he's mm-hmm. like, we like a kindred spirit. Like we've known him our whole lives. Yeah. He's 21 years old. He doesn't turn 22 till February. He's a two thousands baby. I'm two years older than him, <laughs> which is mind boggling to me. God, I wish I was rich and successful like him, but yeah, he, he he's 21 years old. He made his first opening day start yesterday with fans, everything with fans yeah. against yep. a good team going against McCollum. Two points, two rebounds, four assists. Did have a sweet steal on one play where he saved it from going out of bounds, threw it back in so the Kings could move in transition. And he was plus eight. So he did yeah. his Tyrese thing and, you know, helped the team with the dirty work, with the little things. However, I, yeah. one thing just I do have to say, and I know we all noticed it, he did not, he did not look comfortable to me. He looked timid, especially okay. for that first and, half. And I don't and, know why. Well, do you remember the start of last season? He did the same thing. And it's like, I think sometimes he gets too much in his head where he like, you know, or thinks too much. Thinks he needs to help um, the team where, more than just and so, do his thing. And what ended up happening last year, they told him, we love that about you. Be a little bit more aggressive. And and he did. And 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 he changed it. And so um, I can also see, I, I won't be shocked to see that same thing happen, right? Like yeah. him still so figuring, so figuring it out. Yeah. Um, and... And yeah, sometimes he just reads too much where I love it about him. Cause you know what I mean? Like he's, um, 
a great basketball mind when he's on the court. Yes. So um, he's very aware. But but there were there were shots that I think he would have taken right at the end of last year that he um, was like a second too late, you know, a re. Yeah. um, And again, like, I think that stuff you're going to watch film, they're going to they're going to see it. They're going to say it. And the, the Rico will give him the same pep talk he gave last year after, you know, their sit downs and it'll go from there. If you dive in the paint, Hallie, and you have a chance to do that little patented floater that you and Rashawn must like go at back and forth with each other on in practice, yeah. take it, you know? And that was what, that was the one thing to me that note that I noticed that I was like, I don't know if he's feeling like shooting because he would get in the lane, no problem off the dribble, have a chance to float it in. And I know, you know, I trust him. Nine, well, 10 out of 10 mm-hmm. times, screw it. Like I, I trust that yeah. always from Tyrese, but he would make the pass, the extra pass. And it would be a guy that's open, but it's like, dude, just take your points, take the two, move on. I don't yeah. know why you're and, being so afraid of it. And For even all one. of this, like, yeah, even after all of this, it's, it's one game, but last year, if we would have had like him have right an off an off night, like the Kings one to one and the Kings, the Kings had enough depth in this game where they won. Even, even when you had guys on right off offensive nights, like they still found a way to win against a good team. So again, just to me, I just keep imagining if it comes together, like, right. Like if if you can get it to come together, um, it shows, it shows promise. So, you know what I mean? Like I will, I will take it. I, we were, we were asking for a game one, win. we got it, like, because yeah. your, your schedule your is, tough. is your not just, really you're tough. coming against the jazz, the jazz. The Suns, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, so it's brutal speaking. You weren't actually speaking of him, but you said off night. So Mitchell's final stat line, two points, three, about three rebounds, three assists did play outstanding defense. His plus or minus was negative 10. He was one of six from the field. Uh, it was definitely like a rookie's first game. That's what I took away from that. This yeah. is a guy who's in his first career game on the road against a good team again. And he struggled, but he did what he was supposed to do, which is play defense, hold his own. We didn't question that he would be able to do that. The other thing that needs to improve upon, is we're talking about things that need to get better before next game. It's, well, I guess you can count these as both. Buddy Heald impressed me coming off the bench. He impressed everybody. He was, he was awesome, automatic. 17 points from Buddy Heald and was really doing the little things, cutting in the lane, mm-hmm. making passes, even playing a little bit of defense. He did those things well. So he impressed me coming off the bench, filling that role game one very well as the sixth man. Tied into that, though, the rest of the bench absolutely needs to do better because Buddy scored 17 points off the bench. The bench unit as a whole scored 31. So 14 points yeah, I, and I think the that's, other three yes. guys. That's I don't think that's, that's a normal. Right. And I based on previous games of these guys, that seems like that will be an anomaly, right? Like, again, yeah. we don't know it was one game, but again, I will say the fact that we still won with all of that happen, like optimism, like, but really like no, that never would have happened I last year. I mean, that's because they played the defense that we a had better. those things that did not go our way and they still, they still won. Um, I mean, you're not going to get Dame going what? Oh, for nine from three, like ever. Yeah, he always um, turns it on so, in the fourth, it seems. You know, there were uh yeah, I mean, again, those are those are things that I thought Buddy was really smart and yeah, he smart picked, buddy. Crazy. He was he picked his shots very well, and I loved that his first shot of the game was him going into the paint, mm-hmm. seeing the ball go in the net, 
And then boom, his next shot, nothing but net. Like From three. that's what we keep saying, buddy, get in there, see the ball go in. Cause for him, a lot of times, once he sees it go in, he's a it's, microwave. It's him and like Terrence a, Davis, yes. you have two microwaves um, off the bench. And so, yeah, I loved that. I thought his defense was well. He, he rebounded like usual. Yeah. Uh, I didn't feel like we had uh, one of those where we like to call it like the buddy, you know, play of, of the game. Like he was just good and, and kudos to him. That's what we wanted to see off the bench. Right. Uh, Davis. I thought he kind of forced it a little bit, but I also in his sense, like that's, that's him. what he's going to do. Right. Yeah. And when he's hot. Um, it's he great. Three's but, a good times though. Yeah. Um, and it eventually it went in. Right. Um, so, but I will say like his misses, at least off the top of my head, there were a couple that went like they were in and out. So, I mean, it wasn't like I felt, uh, there might've been one or two where I was just like, okay, um, you shot it kind of early, like let's not, but the rest of them, I thought they were in flow enough to where, um, I still thought it was a good shot. So we missed some gimmies at the basket, right? Yeah. Right. So um, that'll get cleaned up. The Aaron but looked again, good from yeah, beyond the arc. That's something that always encourages me. You know, it was something he just yeah. didn't have in his game his first two years. It slowly becomes something that he's not only good at, but like confident in doing. So yeah. it's nice. To see, I think his first basket or second shot, um, one of his first shots was it was a three, and he drilled it. And that's nice to see that right from the right from the get go from De'Aaron. And of course, we haven't talked at all really about him freaking harrison barnes freaking right like i mean black falcon is just and this is one of the things that's like he hardly ever gets talked about because he's just criminally harrison barnes right like it's um and kudos to him man like he's he's had a great off a great you know preseason and then game one it's like when he let it go out off of his hand like you just felt like every everything was going in like it the was the, the nba like, jam seriously? he's on fire like yeah he could have thrown fire. it from wherever and it's automatically going in such a good analogy uh so that that was really cool uh to see on his end that um yeah just he's him a, getting you know what he deserves i feel like he's a silent leader silent killer if you will silent assassin something with silence in front of it because it's not he, always flashy but it's consistent yeah, he's right just, he's just his own you know he's just there like in in his zone in his game and he doesn't ever seem flustered by anything so one thing i always respect about harrison barnes is nothing seems too big or too small for him he just he does his job and it's like at one point you would have thought yesterday night he would have just gotten like really amped after making one of those threes one of those 12 clutch threes he had every time it was just so composed it was like this this is business <laughs> for harrison barnes nothing nothing he's wanting to win he wanted to win <laughs> yeah and he deserves to win yep. he started the league started his career on obviously an up-and-coming iconic warriors team that won and helped them win and, and, yeah. and, and won a championship. And like, that's what he was used to. And then he went to Dallas and didn't win anything. And he's been in Sacramento and not winning anything. So it's like, yeah, let's, let's fucking get back to the playoffs for Harrison Barnes. We haven't even said that before, but Harrison, Harrison deserves it. He's stuck with us and he's been a great teammate and player. Mm-hmm. I want to see him do it a little bit more consistently though. If I'm going to nitpick, because I feel like last year, at least Harrison would have a game like this. And the next game, he's like two of 10. I do think though that like the first half of the season, he was very consistent. It was like when they brought in the new bodies and then he had to start switching his position. Um, I do think that that's kind of when you saw the, a little bit of that. And so hopefully with the consistency this year, or at least so far that won't happen, but we were talking about Len earlier and I'm curious going into tomorrow's game, 
with the size of Gobert Utah if and we're going to see I like you would have I, to like you'd have to I mean it'll be it'll be interesting Luke like you should right like we yeah, should absolutely but, who's going to guard um, Jordan Clarkson off the bench is that Terrence Davis duty I would think so maybe Davion actually maybe that's where they throw Davion because that guy is yeah man he is ridiculous coming off the bench Jordan Clarkson uh, all he's, right. an, he's another one where when he just gets hot, like everything, everything well, yeah. goes in. Reigning sixth man of the um, year. And um, yep. crazy, so. the, the squad the Lakers had with Luke Walton. Look, there's a lot of good players on that team that are just doing Kuzma, Randall, Clarkson, Lonzo. There's so much young talent on the team that the Lakers themselves, and then probably like a lot of Laker fans, just, just gave up on them right away because they weren't, you know, immediate stars. Julius Randall broke his leg in his first ever NBA game. Those guys were Julius yeah. Randall had an unreal game yesterday, and the Knicks are so much fun to watch. Yeah, I lo- I have him on fantasy. I love it in my dynasty league. It's a, it's a good start. Yeah. I would I would want to have him too. All right, Jill, time for a game. Not Jill's water cooler. We'll save that most likely for tomorrow. Uh, although I also have another game that we haven't tried yet that I, I need to put out there. But today it's fact or fiction. It's time to a little bit overreact after this first full day. We still have I think three teams haven't played yet. They play today: the Mavericks, the Hawks the Clippers, and the Heat. So, sorry, they would obviously need to be four teams, two games. So, those four are, are playing today, but every other team played yesterday um, or the rest of the teams. So, fact or fiction, after a first full night of NBA games, we had, there, there was 11 games in total. This first question for you is relative to the Kings. Uh, so, fact, and fic- fact or fiction on this. Bagley, Marvin Bagley, and Ben Simmons will be traded within the first month of this NBA season. Fact or fiction? Simmons will be trained within the first month mm-hmm. and Bagley. You can, you can do them separately too, if you need to, but I, I, I think you think that you think Simmons is sticking around. Unless, unless he somehow changed, unless, unless Maury somehow magically changes his mind one morning. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. He's just such a and, and after last night's loss, maybe he still thinks he has hope with Dame. I don't know. Like, or look, I, Sixers won I thought it would have already happened. So again, like I, I wouldn't be shocked if it does not happen within. Um, yeah. so what are you saying month. here? You confused me actually. No, like I'm saying it's, it's not going to happen. Like okay, I fiction. don't think it's yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. I think they just need to get rid of them ASAP, but whether they do it and, or they can find a trade well, that's partner. My thing is yeah. Like we're all yeah. of the, like in the agreement yeah. get, that they need to Philly. do it, but can they? he has shown that Maury has shown he doesn't give a shit what we think yeah. <laughs> like that True. what the rest of us think <laughs> and Tyrese Maxey um, had an amazing game yesterday starting in mm-hmm. his place at point guard mm-hmm. looked very quick off the ball had 20 points shot the ball actually well because he can shoot unlike yep. somebody else so okay and then Bagley do you think he's gone within this first month or what, what do the Kings do with Marvin Bagley I don't understand what's happening my brain hurts tired Jill because they're trying to package him in a a big deal like that's that's they're not accepting a second round pick as of this moment they're viewing him as essentially an expiring right like of 11 million dollars that they can use to get an asset so um at this point and the problem is is his qualifying right right now is 11 drop but but it hasn't dropped yet. Right. Right. And so, and the problem is, is if they 
they played him or you sent him somewhere and they played him, it, if you send him somewhere because they want to test him out, right? Like they want to yeah, see. They play him a ton. They have a possible, that can balloon to 14 million. Like that's where you're, that's where we're stuck right now. It, it literally, you have a range from seven, seven right? to yeah. 14. And so seven, if he doesn't play 11, like just right now until either or happens, or if you trade him and someone, you know, wants to give him the starts in the minutes, then it can balloon to 14. So again, you're asking someone then to take on $14 million on a guy that people aren't sure about. Right. So unfortunately the Kings are just in a shitty situation. Like it's, yeah. it's he, I feel bad for the kid. Right. Cause I get it. Like this is not what he expected. It's not what the Kings expected. Definitely not what we expected. And, and no one's happy. But at the same time, I also get a GM saying, I'm not just going to cut you when I could still try and work a deal. Like, yeah, sorry, he doesn't John have to. They're not right? just going to wave him. Um, if he, yeah, like, if it becomes that bad, maybe, like, uh, distraction wise, like, I don't know. Maybe. Which- yeah. From Marvin, I don't I, think that'd be a I, I problem. I just don't know. But we haven't seen that, right? Like no. he's still showing up. He's still doing what he's supposed to do. It's his um, dad or his agent. From what we've heard, like they've already had these conversations, right? It's again, it's an agent being an agent, like, you know, whether we like it or not. Um, it's annoying as a fan just because yeah. it's stupid drama Nobody we don't want to deal with. But we all but we're also in the sense of fans where it's like we don't ignore that stuff when like when we probably should, because it's, if we don't talk about it, then like yeah. it, then it's just there. Right. Well, we, like we, it doesn't. Um, so again, like I can't give you an easy answer on him, unfortunately, just because I don't know if there's a team out, a, a team out there that wants to take a gamble and then maybe have to give a 14 million qualifying offer. For next season. Yeah. So that's unfortunately really like for people. Yeah. That work that are kind of confused of the whole situation. Like that's what you're dealing with right now. We were just so close to getting into the season without any drama, without any extracurricular yeah. BS. And then nope. Psych. So close. You almost had it. Uh, but you know what? The team that came out went like they came out and won and, yeah. and no, it played. Clearly and didn't so, bother them. you know, could, like, and that's where it's the thing. It's like, we're all talking about it, but they're just doing their, doing their jobs. Yeah. So doing be. their stuff. So. Real quick to wrap up that first one. This isn't, this isn't a fact of fiction. I just want to hear like your odds. What are the odds in your opinion that Marvin Bagley and Ben Simmons get traded for each other in some sort of package? Never say never. Never say never. <laughs> one in 10. Something like that. Um, I just don't see it happening unless uh, Maury changes his asking price. I I'll put McNair, it that way. Like Matt, that's that's fair. Monty McNair knows where Darren Maury lives. I'm sure he does. And I, I think just, and well, Monty has gave it like has given his set Listen. offer right. Like it's yeah. he knows what's there. So if Maury wants to come around to it, then stubborn. You know it it could happen. Or if you work if you can work a three team deal in there that seems the most likely, um yeah. you know that's if the Kings yeah. got Ben Simmons I would hope and think it would most likely be via a three-way trade not not I almost seem like them. in order for it to happen it now to. it almost has to be yeah. like especially with the Pacers being out of the the running now after the deal they gave Brogdon so yes 
um, that takes a team that was very interested off, off the table. So with, with those kind of salaries, a lot of times it does at least involve a third team, if not more. Right. Yeah. Cause you financially can't do it between two, especially when you're dealing with a small, small market team like Sacramento. All right. Second factor fiction question, the Lakers. Owen one Los Angeles Lakers with the NBA's oldest roster will not finish in the top five in the Western conference this year, despite all the high expectations of this iconic, like 2009 team USA basketball team. They were seventh last year in the West Jill. So this actually yeah. isn't mind boggling if they don't finish in the top five, I was like smack my desk, but like people expect think, them to yeah. be up there. What do you think? But I think if they're able to get, their shooters healthy who aren't like Ellington right now and um Monk. Horton Tucker right and Monk, then I can see their spacing issues not be as still present but not as bad right sure. like you're not pairing Westbrook with Rondo God, right I was like, about to say that or you're not pairing idea Ron- and so and that's the thing with their injuries that's I don't think that happens right like you're not going to see them on um on the court together at least I would well, I want like, to say, well, hope not, because yeah, I mean, if they lose, the like to whatever to me, but I mean, it, it would not be smart if they kept going that way. I would rather you play four players than I mean, have Rondo and Westbrook play together. Yeah. Everything they're doing right now, based on the roster construction of what they were given and with guys out is what everybody feared, right? Not even just the age, but that you have a bunch of guys who are good at certain things but not. And so they are not really fitting together because it's not quite a puzzle. They weren't yet. supposed to. Yeah. Um, right. So like there's a that. reason why they wanted buddy healed for his spacing. So, right. well, my thing is if they get the guys healthy, like if yeah, those right guys now. come back, I think they figure it out. I think, okay. well, it's, but it's by the end of the year. Yeah. So if those guys come back, right. And they're healthy, I think they're a top five. Okay. If they don't, then I don't see how they, I don't see how they do. Okay. If that makes sense. Like it if does. they get their full roster back, I think they finish five. Give me a range here. Yeah. Um, we'll say, we'll say fiction. What I'm well, hearing. Yeah, I mean, like depending on things, but that's which the thing. there's yeah, always variables. If, if as, as the roster that they played the other night, no, I don't think they do just mm-hmm. because I will be shocked if guys that have played their whole career one way are able to change it. And if they are kudos to them, cause that's not easy for, um, for most players to do, especially will- of their caliber. So, yeah, I will say that it was funny to see like Laker fans and Buddy Heel trending on oh, Twitter yeah. after that game because Laker fans were like, ah, shit, man, should have Buddy Heald. We want Buddy. And, you know, Westbrook just had such a terrible first game as he tends to do now wherever he goes. His first couple games, first month, he's just miserable <laughs> um, for whatever reason, because he's obviously a Hall of Fame player. Don't know why that first month of the season always trips him up. and He just sucks. But yeah, it gave me a nice smile on my face. It's like, yeah, you guys could have really used Buddy more than Russell, but LeBron gets what LeBron yeah. wants. He wanted his Buddy. Now here we are. Uh, but I'm okay with it. You know, we're acting like we care if the Lakers are struggling. I, I could give two shits about that. That makes me that makes me yeah. giddy. All right, final one here. Pretty straightforward. The Bulls, Chicago. The Bulls are back in the Eastern Conference. Fact or fiction? Oh, fact, hundred yeah. percent. Sorry, I just, I, I just, they were fun to watch yesterday. Oh, I think they're they're one of my favorite league pass. You predicted them right as one watch. of the surprises, quote unquote. Yeah, teams. that was you and Tony. 
Tony said he loved everything they, they did. His, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, I love Vuk. I like yeah. Lonzo. Tomorrow um, looked good I, in his role. Um, Caruso's, you know, was getting his uh, his his due. I guess you could say outside of um, L.A. Like he's there for steals. You know, dude plays defense off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I I I like their accumulation of yeah of talent um they have names i know they start a little they started a little slow yesterday but they also missed some gimmies so um they they've showed like when they're hitting everything like it'll um they'll, they'll be good uh yeah, but yeah nice. i for sure think they're back um, same here especially in the east I, I have the free pass of nba league pass for this first week on direct tv so yeah I and I think that, that accumulation of talent, like where we talked about the Lakers, right? Like where it's, you can have a lot of talent on a team, but sometimes the fit doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily make sense where, um, I don't feel that way about Chicago. I Billy Donovan will make it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it'll be interesting, you know, and maybe the Lakers will make us make me eat my words. I don't know, but, um, I just don't see it without their shooters being healthy. Like I just, right. But this needs to be said too. So uh, I don't, I don't magically think that Russell's going to come out like shooting lights out from three, but you know, I mean, that's a dream. You yeah. never know. True. You never know. He does surprise. One thing Vladi Divac does deserve a lot of credit for, or at least was of the right mindset. When he did this, everybody gave him flack and, and ridiculed him when he gave Zach Levine, a young inexperienced, just newly acquired by Chicago, Zach Levine, from Minnesota, they got him. He offered him, I think it was a four-year, $84 million, like somewhat along the lines of what Buddy Heald got on his contract. That was the offer sheet to Zach Levine. Everybody lost their minds that he would give that contract to Zach Levine. You guys, and myself included, I'm, I'm a part of that group. We are idiots. Because Zach Levine is ridiculously talented, freakishly athletic, of course just fills up the bucket at 34 points yesterday. And it's so much fun to watch, especially when, kind of like Buddy Heald, he decides to give a shit on defense. He can play defense. He's a good athlete. He's got long arms. He can move. He's strong. Zach Levine is yep. a, a, a awesome, dope, whatever adjective you want to use, sizzling basketball player. And, and Chicago is lucky to have him. And Vlade Divac, kudos to you for seeing him early on in his career and be like, that dude's going to be really good because he is really good. I just wanted to say that the guy people forget about Vlade's eye yep. for occasionally getting talent like Bogdan as well. So the bulls are back in the East. Jill, do you want one more? I got one more. I wrote down. It's up to you. All right, let's do it. Just because I don't think we've talked about them at all since you and I started doing this. The Timberwolves are better than we thought they mm. were. They beat the Rockets. doesn't mean a whole lot. However, their big yeah. three Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards. Because yeah, we've just never seen them together. They look is so the good. problem. <laughs> oh man, Minnesota fans are um, pumped. Towns at thirty, Edwards at twenty nine, Russell at twenty two. And that's what you'd want, right? Like, it's, yeah. And and for them, their their issue was was always defense too, right? And like injuries. They they weren't that great. Um, injuries and defense, uh, like a young team often often does. Um. I don't, I don't know. I honestly, I didn't see them play yesterday. So I, I yeah. don't, I, I, I don't watch a whole know, lot, but they play um, fast paced Chris Finch type basketball. I mean, I won't that be, means. yeah, he's a good coach. He likes to push the tempo. 
what 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 is the consensus of them out there right now like bottom is it like yeah, the I kings mean, yeah i don't yeah, know yeah i feel like i haven't heard um, anyone give them any respect cuz of everything that's gone on in management but the team looked good and anthony edwards yeah. is a ridiculously good player oh yeah uh, and then if he starts playing defense it's just like a common theme i'm i'm highlighting here but he was someone last year that didn't and really Beasley, pass very yeah. much they were played defense. Beasley's off the bench where he belongs. I was going to say he's like their buddy now, their six man where he was starting last year. Um, yeah. And I like Vandy um, or Vando mm-hmm. Vanderbilt. Uh, Vanderbilt. They I have Nas Reed. The Kings to sign he's him. a fun player. Uh, yeah. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if they shocked some people. Yeah. I mean, Pat just Bev because, just because none of us have ever seen, right. Like, the th- the three of them healthy and right what th- what they can actually do so right. if if they can stay healthy i would not be surprised at so fact i guess i wouldn't be surprised if they surprise people um in the vision playing out right that yeah that they were trying to uh, yeah i mean i'll definitely watch more of them i think while i have this league pass for the next four days because anthony edwards d'angelo russell carl and towns on the court together is something the nba needs to watch and pay attention to Josh Kogi is someone that, you know, basketball. Um, he's not uh, flashy, but he, yeah, he does the little things, right? Like that's, yeah. Fakes, people that don't really pay too much attention. They're not going to know about him, but he does a really good job, like, on the perimeter. Uh, and then they You'll have say, pe- People don't look at box scores, I would say. Like, yeah, right? Like, that's the thing is box score hunting, like, this you're is not going to tell you everything about. You're not going like, to really see It's the same thing with the Mitchell, right? Like, it's yeah. the same thing when people look at Mitchell. Like, it's... Uh, Yes. Like you have to look beyond. Yeah. To see impacts. We want to give a voice yeah. to those who don't pop out. on the <laughs> That's what we do here. We want, we want to make sure you guys get the love. And most right. of them are end up being the glue guys. Like yes. that keeps the train running. <laughs> we love you. Amon Shumpert. I still do. All right. Looking ahead to Friday today. We're doing this Thursday. We did a little special Thursday edition. So we could talk about the game tomorrow. We are going to, have our normal Friday podcast either right before the game or after the King game at home against Utah. They play two straight home games against the Jazz and against the Warriors. I don't know if we've locked in our guests for tomorrow. We, we're still waiting on the, the time. Yeah. So okay. we're, we're deciding the time, but we will have yeah. another gentleman from uh, the Kings Herald. I won't say his name just yet. We'll wait. He's, yeah. He's, a, he's someone, we'll someone who's looking to, to defend redeem himself. the gold jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone that wants to put up a fight in defense of the <laughs> golden Kings jerseys that deserve no defense whatsoever, but he will do it. We hope to have him on. So please uh, tune in tomorrow for our Friday show with him and uh, talking more Kings. They're one and oh baby still have not lost since Shaq pissed off. I love that. I just, I just hope <laughs> we can keep tweeting that for as long as humanly possible. Cause it's so funny. Right. To me. Anything else today, Jill from you? No, just happy, um, happy the Kings, yeah. the Kings won, right? Like it's, we will take a one and oh, uh, coming into this and you know what I mean? It's the jazz are not going to be easy, but God, no. I so want to see, I want to see more of the first half showing, right? Like right. if I, if I can see what they did in the first half and they still lose, like I will be happy because that means they played their ass off and I know we don't like the moral victories. But if that team can play, can play at that kind of defense intensity yeah. again, yes, you're going to win more times than not. So, um, yeah. Good test. Good test for the home opener. Montel Jordan's going to be performing at halftime on Friday night, and he probably feels all right. I, I feel all right about it. <laughs> uh, that was corny as hell. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Go Braves. Take that win. Move on. Fuck the Dodgers. All right. Slater, dudes. <laughs>
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.